in this model that we've built, it's going to enable Orion to move into a different world because we're going more B2B now. Um, so they're going in the employee benefits world um, with just the simple thing Perfect. is we want to protect more Canadians. So how do we do that? Wing It Podcast, GooseDigital.com, episode 75. Who do we have? Robin Kroll. Maria Rubio. Allison Hamill. Michael Turksani. Allison, welcome. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. This is very exciting. Yeah, I know. We're in the studio. This is like our second or third one that we've done in person. It's a yeah. little, it's a little bit uh, nerve-wracking when you're sitting in <laughs> front of three cameras and microphones, but it's just us. We're, we're all friendly. Um, but it's a whole lot better than doing it over Zoom. Absolutely. I'm really glad you came because if we were doing this over Zoom, it kind of would have been bummed out. You know? Yeah, it's a big adventure. Haven't been out much lately. I know, you're coming down, you're trekking down. Robin brought Tim Hortons. That's right. Muffins. Real coffee. Real coffee today, right? yeah. Remember, yeah. Remember when we like weren't sure if you could give somebody a coffee because that might give you COVID, but it turns out that's okay. So that's really good. Absolutely. Do you hug? Do you shake hands? What yeah. do you do when you greet yeah. people? It's really weird. Yeah. Full disclosure, I hugged Allison. So, oh, you, you know, did? I, I was did. going to too, but I yeah, wasn't sure because I, I never know, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Good. Well, that's awesome. So, um, yeah, we're here. Uh, what's so we're almost in the summer, 2022, mm. not to date the podcast. We don't like doing it because we, we want evergreen content, okay. but unfortunately You've just uh, dated I've it, dated it. Okay. So <laughs> cut. No, just kidding. But we are going to talk about kind of the journey through COVID that you've been on. But for now, let's get maybe a little intro. Allison, and learn about yourself and the brand that you represent. Sure. Um, I work for um, CAA as a larger club, and um, the brand that I represent is uh, Orion Travel Insurance. Mm-hmm. They've, we've been around for about 10 years, okay. and uh, CAA, at a larger level, decided that they wanted to um, take, control, take more control to protect their travel, travelers. So they created Orion, Um, And we offer, we create travel insurance um, for all the clubs across Canada. Um, And so we offer travel medical insurance. And Mm -hmm. um, over the last couple of years, we've also been moving into more of a B2B market and working with employee benefits. So it's a great opportunity for us. Um, And especially in travel insurance, companies are looking for more of a Canadian brand. And absolutely, our partners, everything that we do is in Canada. And CAA is one of the most trusted, is the, just one, the most trusted brand in Canada. Yeah, that's right. And um, just a little bit about travel insurance generally, because I remember when we started, this is going back a little bit, even before this 2019 kind of journey that you've been on with marketing automation. But I remember when we first met, I think you might've came up with me, Robin, Mm -hmm. right? CAA, and and you'd popped in on something around transactional email project. Remember that a long time ago? Absolutely. And I I learned a lot about travel insurance then and the importance of it. But why don't you talk a little bit about like, you know, what you guys really are doing for the the end consumer. That was a really fun conversation. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So Ryan's responsibility, what we really look to do is we want to make sure that all of our distribution partners have the information that they need to support the travelers. So travelers are going into the CAA store. They're also Mm -hmm. going online. So what kind of information can we share? And during COVID, it was crazy. Everything was changing so fast. So the information we had to share with traveler, with clubs, 
just came out so fast and everything was changing. And what we had been doing, we were dealing with a PDF document using yeah. emails. And sometimes somebody got, uh, somebody was forgotten. And where was that PDF? And then you have to go into storing the PDFs and updating and changing and everything was, it was absolutely crazy yeah. to manage oh, yeah. it. And I think like, you know, for those of you that haven't maybe gone into a CAA store, or is it called stores? Yeah. Yeah, CAA store, right? So to, to book your travel, because, you know, that's what you can do. And a lot of people do, and I did, and, and we do. I remember like, man, we, when we first started to go to Disney World, it was kind yes. of one of those things where like, oh, there's a little sketch, you know, what are we doing? We don't know how to do it. So we went there and it was awesome because, you know, all the benefits that you get working with, with somebody to help you plan that out. But then also I remember they had this like, I don't know if you still do this, but there's like a parking pass and there's a, there was a special parking pass that was from CAA that basically got you to the front, more or less the front of the parking lot for a standard like whatever you would pay to get into the park and you'd show that pass and you got to go drive right to the front of the of the lot i have that, no idea but i know that the this the disney team they're insane they know these parks inside and out they live breathe the yeah, disney oh, experience they and they know all the tricks and navigate these through really well it's crazy so yeah get your travel insurance i know that one of our people mark finnegan which you may have heard that name but he's been here with us for a long time he was only with us for i think a like a few months it was like right after his benefits kicked in and he and he went down for his honeymoon or i think it might have been his wedding as well to somewhere in mexico and he like cut his foot really bad yeah had a huge accident and um thankfully like our benefits covered all of the stuff that he needed done. Um, it was a pretty big deal, but yeah, I think, uh, this is great. You should, you should have travel insurance. So there you go. It's one of those benefits that you don't really appreciate until you have to have use a problem, it. Yeah. And it's not just that. I know it's a whole bunch of other stuff, right? Yeah. Cool. So, uh, marketing automation. So yeah. what, maybe we just rewind it. Cause I, we were talking before we got on about the timeline around mm -hmm. we started talking i think in around 2019 you said yep. getting organized thinking how could this work so i mean i want to kind of go through the last couple of years with it so what started it off what were you kind of doing before then to communicate with your audiences your constituents maybe talk a little bit about that and then why we thought about doing the automation side okay uh, orion has a really great brand and it's beautiful with the the all of the assets and so we had created um a newsletter and mm -hmm. it goes out bi-monthly and it has, it, it's kind of like a bi-monthly, here's everything you need to know about the industry. So we were having like fun FAQs, we'd have industry information to share with our partners so that they had the awareness. And so we had created this beautiful, again, PDF mm -hmm. and it was page after page and it was, changes were difficult to make. And also what was happening is we had nowhere to store it. Sure. So you'd send it again. You'd probably miss people because it was copy and paste last month's distribution list. So I was maintaining it that yeah. way and people were getting missed and it was a lot of work to just send the email. So the digital journey we wanted to take and the question that we asked is how can we create a journey while still maintaining all of this information? but also create a place for them to be able to go back and reference. Right. So we took the, the, the newsletter and kind of brought it, had the ability with this tech, with the digital journey to bring it up a notch. So not only did we create the, the newsletter, we also created a, a, 
a hub, a marketing hub. Yeah, and just just so that everyone knows, like when we when you're saying newsletter, like it almost sounds like really like a basic newsletter that you might get, which it really wasn't. Like you're talking no. about a, a a pretty involved PDF that's very magazine almost, almost like would, exa- exactly. That would be a more better, yeah, exactly a better. Uh, it's way like to look a coffee at table book. Yeah. Right. And so, there's so but many it's, it's our newsletter quarter. So somebody might be hearing this being like, yeah, it's just, it's just a newsletter. What do you mean? Like, that's not, that's straightforward. No, no, no. This is like a magazine. That's a better, yeah. That's yeah. A really that's good, a better way to put it. Yeah. It was absolutely a magazine. Or a coffee table book to your yeah. point. Yeah. Like, serious. And right? it was beautiful. Yeah. Um, with so much information. Yeah. And I, you know, I, I, because I was involved at the beginning of the, of the process. And so it's kind of like we knew where we were. We knew where we wanted to get and what we wanted to maintain from the creative perspective. And there was that whole middle part saying, well, we need to really uh, break apart. Like, what are the challenges that we're experiencing? Because I think some of them, there was, was, you know, getting that beautiful end product in uh, a way that you could update the content. We also talked about things like approvals and workflows. Because we we actually, and we we didn't mention this initially, but we kicked this off with a, a roadmap. Well, we right. really, we went through because there was a lot of things to, to, to break down um, to understand what were the challenges that we were trying to overcome so that we could go ahead and, and build a solution, which was really custom for Orion, because what we ended up doing was definitely not how we typically um, um, utilize marketing automation platforms for, for our clients. Yeah, and I think that it, that's absolutely what happened because when we started, it was just to share the newsletter. Mm-hmm. But then we took a step back and we this roadmap that we were able to create is we took, then we brought in all of the different communications that we did and how can we leverage those communications and make it work in the system. And that's how we came up with this incredible journey that we now have that incorporates all of the communications. Right. It's not a micro site, but what we've done is we've taken all of the landing pages and made it available at all times. Okay, so we'll, let's let's actually let's uh, describe what it is so that we know kind of like the end result, and then we'll circle back to some of the other yeah. stuff. But actually, I just want to touch on the roadmap process because it's a really good point. I think even for I remember when you guys were originally talking about this process. You know, the roadmap came up as like we should do that because. The last thing we need to be doing is buying a piece of technology and then, you know, not having it aligned to any sort of immediate objective or win or something that you can point back to. And then, you know, we know that happens, right? These systems somehow, like some we talk to clients and they'll have the system for a year and a half and it's just kind of been sitting there. Some Somebody signed the order form and it's just kind of been sitting yeah. there, right? So I think the roadmap was a really big win for you. It was absolutely. And working with the team to, to pause for a moment Yes, we understand you came to us with this is what I want, but when we took that step back to explore and look at all those opportunities was incredible. Yeah. Because the project continued to grow, but it was very purposeful. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where the roadmap was really helpful in what we created and what we're using today. Great. So why don't you guys maybe just describe a little bit, Allison, and then you guys can jump in as well. What does it look like? What's the, like, what have you got at this stage in the game. You said it's not a microsite, but kind of maybe explain a little bit about what it is that you've got put in place. So it's kind of almost two, I look at it as two different thi- like two different products. So we have, let's just go with our standard communication. So we have a bi-monthly newsletter. Mm-hmm. Um, we also have a monthly kind of bulletin that goes out that was actually inspired by the road mapping. 
Okay. And then what we have is we've consolidated all of the landing pages in a hub. So we've got navigation um, and it's categorized. And so when you get the newsletter, you see all these articles, but you can also easily go back to see the last months, but you can also see a bulletin that I sent six months ago. So in this ever changing industry of travel and travel insurance, you also have this repository of all of our communications. Interesting. And, And this is, so maybe just touch on the audience that would benefit from something like that. That's the even cooler part because right now is we have, um, we have our audiences, our marketing teams Mm -hmm. and product owners of our distribution partners. Mm -hmm. So they can go back and look at all this, but the benefit is that they can take our landing pages and put it on their own learning pages. So each partner has their own intranet. And so with the landing page, it's on, it's kind of like our property, but they take that landing page and put it on their learning system. Right. And I'm not having to send 50 PDFs if there's and an they don't and they don't ha- and they don't have to add the 50 PDFs to their exactly. system every month or a bulletin that comes out or whatever, right? And we called it a little like it was a care pigeon, carrier pigeon yeah. style distribution mm-hmm. where now we just please share us your email. And the system just sends everything. And then everyone who's supposed to get the communication is always on the list, okay. which has been a massive benefit to us because we're, there's, we're not missing people. And they can just add themselves to the list. They now. add themselves. And so the, we have the double benefit is that with these landing pages that we created is that it sits in our hub so anyone can access it. But then they're also, our partners are taking this landing page and putting it on their internal learning systems. Wow. Anything you guys want to add to that? I think maybe just to touch on, like to expand on it, the branding, because if anybody has seen CAA or Ryan branding, mm-hmm. it's beautiful, just as you were saying. So I think it was pretty interesting to kind of like create in this hub because a, a big part of the process was actually delivered information was the key, mm-hmm. but the branding, how everything looked, the flow of everything was very important from the moment we started working on this. So I think there was a lot of, like, it was months just creating this. And the final re- um, results beautiful. But it was very interesting to work with a client that's so involved into their own brand and really wants to deliver that to the client, that everything was, like, we want this color, this is the size. And there was a lot of testing, so it was, like, pretty sp- special and yeah. very customized to what Ryan wanted. And maybe counterintuitive, like in or counterintuitive or not obvious, I think even to many people, because we see so many bad landing pages or poorly designed layouts that are on automation, right? So you think, can these systems even handle something like that? Like, is this? Do we have to build a micro to your point a microsite in order to get the level of, you know, brand experience that we want, or can we can we make this happen on on the system? And clearly that was something that you were able to do is make it happen on the automation platform. Yeah, and it worked out really well because where I was going as well is that, so Ryan works with um, CA clubs across Canada. Mm -hmm. We're also taking that opportunity and we're kind of shifting and looking at working with more um, employee benefits groups. So companies and their, their benefits while they're away. And so what we're able to do is replicate this system 
that is kind of customized for CAA partners and move it over to our more B2B broker audience. Right. And very seamlessly. Um, and the Because it, it's the same consumption content use case, right? right. It's basically yeah. the same flow that they would use. Right. Yeah. Right. It's such an interesting use of the landing pages because I think of, you know, in a more much more typical situation if it's B2B or even B2C, it's really, it's, you know, sending an audience for a fairly specific one-time purpose mm-hmm, or, mm-hmm. or one sort of, uh, one strategy purpose um, to, uh, to a platform where you're going to share some content, capture some information. But this is, you know, and Allison, we talk about, you know, that this concept of you had nowhere to put the content so how the landing page was actually this great place to to put the content and uh, be able to leverage it for multiple purposes for multiple audiences and and you know we, we did talk about this you know the importance of content which we hear from our clients all the time and, and you know people are always talking about the, the, the importance of content. It's even more uh, critical today to have the right content, the right format that aligns with your audience. Um, and, and then I just think of within the travel industry that content and that the, the ever-changing need of the content. So the, and, and the, that again is that use of that that landing page where it's really easy to change and update but maintain you know maria as you said that beautiful branding which is so critical for orion as well exactly and i think with that the benefit that we also saw throughout this entire journey is the ability to track and measure Mm -hmm. what content is being consumed Um, it's allowed us to understand the difference between what our partners say they want and what they're actually using. what they're actually consuming yeah and we've had um, we have a monthly communication that goes out and we've made updates almost every three months on how the information is being consumed but what that allows the team to do is really focus on the content that is being consumed versus yeah. oh we think this is awesome we think they need this but then it turns out that no one's using it. Right. So we're able to refocus our time just simply by measuring it. Yeah, measuring the engagement of the Absolutely. audience against the content, against the against the um, the communications that are going out. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. Which you definitely can't do when you're sending out, you know, a PDF. There's, yeah, you know, there's no way we had no measure. insight. And while we all take this information and we take the data, we we do our jobs. We understand what our audience wants, but being able to really see what they're consuming has been really valuable to our team. Yeah, that's great. So maybe um, we'll rewind a bit and talk about uh, kind of the the C word, the COVID word. Oh, yes. Because, you know, what was interesting, and I don't know that it changed your strategy, but maybe you can talk a little bit about how it, uh, like how it affected, because I know, I think, I think where you, your, where you ended up was, probably pretty close to where you wanted to be, but maybe you could talk about like, well, all, you know, 2019 to 2021 sort of really humming. What was going on there between that, that period? It was interesting. There was a lot of <laughs> learning um, is where we, everything was changing so fast. You would, we'd create um, a communication and the next day we would have to change it. And this is on the automation system, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah so we we're already kind of using it, starting to dip toes in it, right? Yep. Yeah. And 
we couldn't get the communications out fast enough. And by the time you had an approval on something, it changed. So if it was a government regulation, anything, your communication was changing. Right. So when we were using the carrier pigeon system of not without having it automated, who needs to see this? Did I remember to get this authorization and permission to send it out? Um, what that really identified and that was that sped up the process in launching and moving everything to be automated because we could go into the landing page and make an update there and just write updated yeah versus yeah. having taking the time to save your pdf again redesign it um and keep moving forward yeah and, and i think also yeah, no go ahead no i was just gonna say like it was also very valuable because since the hub was already out we could always put like those updated stuff just update the link and even if the person didn't see the email or anything they can always refer back to the hub that they already have access to and they will have like the updated information there so it's always very helpful for them like everywhere they go they can get like the latest yeah it gets it out of thing. email right yeah yeah absolutely even, even though that might be the trigger point uh, to still do some level of alerting you can go there and you can see the the history and the most latest yeah. update. So just so that people know, these when you're talking about rules changing, like you guys are required to send this information out, correct? Like there's a level of you you need to get this information out to people, correct. right? Yeah. So this isn't a nice to have. This isn't a marketing thing. Like, hey, you know, don't go to this spot and and you know we're trying to sell you something. This is like. Right? Critical comms kind of stuff. Absolutely. We're the insurance company. Right. We're the underwriter. And it's our responsibility to work with our partners that are selling the product to keep them up to date. They all have, they're all licensed, but mm -hmm. it's to provide that information and the clarity. 100%. Navigating through the craziness that was COVID. So it sounds like the automation solution, even though it was still pretty much in its infancy for you guys at that point, was supporting that speed and agility and and that yeah that that maybe you always hoped you you would have it and then you kind of really needed it absolutely at that time. yeah that's great um yeah i don't I, you know it's 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 kind of like you you mentioned robin the a lot of people view these systems as the one-off campaign system right i think when you're when when we get it into a, a communication strategy and when when the the organization is looking to leverage the platform for their overall communications, some of which might be driving mm -hmm. campaigns, et cetera. You know, you, we really see these evolutions, uh, or these ideas come out, right? Whether it's like the stuff that you guys have brought to the table. Um, we've done a lot of obviously critical bulletins and critical comms for, for insurance companies and, and, and brokers. But I just think a lot of people see these systems as limited to, oh, it's just a lead gen campaign and that's all I can use it for. Um, and if the campaign is kind of doing whatever it's doing or not doing what it's doing, then the, the system's just a throwaway. Whereas I think you kind of have been some exposure now to what else it can do for, for a business, right? And we don't use it for lead gen at all. Right. <laughs> it's, yeah. the, it's the first yeah, the opposite, thing. yeah. Um, it, it's 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 such a powerful tool. We've also noticed the efficiency and the time it saves small teams and big teams. I, we we don't have a big team. We're two and a half people. Mm -hmm. So you don't require a massive team to execute this. For sure. And it's created so much more efficiency within our team and with our partners of from an approval perspective. 
it's automated. So the test goes out, everyone gets it. It's a 10 minute exercise where previously it was a four to five hour process to package everything, to get it to the groups. Sure. Yeah. And you do work with us, yes. right? So there's uh you've a small team and and uh but not a huge contract with us like, uh, like we we augment your support of the system right absolutely so there is a little bit of uh uh maybe talk a bit about that as a as a newcomer to the automation system and maybe um how that's been helpful to to make sure you guys are moving down the right road on a day-to-day basis on a day-to-day basis it's been really good the team that we work with um quite frequently like i know we meet uh bi-weekly or bi once or twice to once a month yeah yeah and the support helping navigate where we have a crazy idea navigating and bringing that into perspective Mm -hmm. and again road mapping this is what you want to do the solutions are really they come back to us really quickly in that this is the idea this is how we can see it working so it's been incredible um, the digital, technical, um, and design support helps us get through that. And not to pump, you know, uh, uh, the tires, but it was more thinking about people that might be, you know, considering moving into a platform like like your like you guys have done. And and we kind of made the plug around the roadmap as a good as a good thing to do, right? Don't just go in with an idea and and a piece of technology. Um, but then also, if you you know if you don't have if you haven't done it before, it might be a good idea to have an agency. Supporting that, that, that leveraging that, uh, that implementation and, and ongoing maintenance. Exactly. From support, but also teaching. Yeah. Strategy. It's the strategy, how to use a system. I didn't even know what a landing page was. I didn't sure. know the difference between the email and the landing page. And not pumping tires, but having that understanding and learning it allows me to articulate what we're trying to do. And working with a partner supports that in getting what you're... You get the best out of the system when you have support in being able to move forward with it. And, you know, Allison, from our perspective that, you know, we we do work with these platforms, uh, you know, every day, but then we um, come to a strategy or a client need that's a little bit outside the box. Um, and I know for our team, they they love that because it's like, oh, now we're, we get to be creative. We get to really push these platforms. And so we learn a lot. And it means that we also can expand the value we can deliver, not only to Orion, but some of our other clients. Because guess what? We've just found another huge value add for a marketing automation platform. Yeah, another way to use it or, or how to adapt it to a, a business need, right? Um, so we've talked about kind of what you're doing today. I'm sure you've got some ideas on, on where you might be going with, with the system or do you guys feel like you're you're kind of tapped out where where you can see it going for you? Not at all. Yeah, okay. Um, we're all about ideas. <laughs> yeah. yeah, good. Um, really, um, I think that we'll be using the system a lot more in that B2B and the lead gen yeah, and acquisition as we move forward um, in with the employee benefits and more of that B2B market mm-hmm. um, outside of the work that we do with CAA, the CAA club groups. Um, so that's where we're really excited. Um, you know, using landing pages for post-conference events, um, building a B2B database as well Sure. in that acquisition and contacts. So we're really excited. Yeah. I mean, in many ways, you know, the, it's a, it's a system that lets you deploy communications in a, in a number of different ways to an audience that you can then measure engagement against. right? Right. So that audience can be 
Yeah, and you know, if you're a huge B2C audiences, you know, there are different kind of systems that might come into play. But for the most part, um, that's really what it is. You know, you define an audience and you say, well, now this is more of a business to business type of situation. But how, as a business unit, how are we measuring the success of our marketing communications? Like you said right. earlier, you know, we really do want to um, become more known to these uh, to these brokers, for example. Or we, and so how do we do that? And how can we tell if they're if they seem to be consuming our content? And do we have the right people on our list? So it kind of, when we even look at our own marketing, you know, you just chop it up into these different audience profiles. And then you just say, well, you know, what do we, what is our goal with this particular audience? Like, what do we want to know about them? But it ultimately boils down to engagement. And are they engaging with our marketing? So these systems let you kind of better understand that, right? Yeah. So um, what else? What else? Just, I, I know Allison had like a whole list of things. There are some other things that uh, you had talked about. I think What's one next of the up? projects was the uh, questions landing page that we were talking yes. about. Like, because it's going to be very personalized in the sense of like the regions, which is something different from what we've done already with the hub. That is more like oh, this okay. is all the content okay. that you guys need. But this is like depending on where you are. Things oh, so might like be an different. Alberta one versus yeah. Uh, okay. So yeah, what's that going to look like? So. Exactly. So we customize content by partner. Mm -hmm. um, so we do have, we have a general audience. Which are kind of a regional-ish. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So they're regional yeah. and we yeah. also do languages. So we okay. do English and French as well. Okay. So what we learned, it, it, the, the, the smart FAQs, or sorry, the FAQs is a really interesting journey because it was kind of also inspired by the road mapping and understanding the platform. Mm -hmm. Is that when you have an event like COVID or an urgent bulletin or something has changed, we created, we, we created a database-ish of questions mm -hmm. that would be super helpful in when something happens. So oh. if you rewind, COVID happens, what do, what do people need to know? So we kind of were, we were able to scan all of our questions and the bulletins and communications. And so we have a, we're creating this, it, it's, uh, it's the accordion, right? On the oh, the accordion menu. It, menu, and we're yeah. just creating landing pages with a, using the accordions mm -hmm. where you can allows us to put more content on one page by using the accordions and then cinch, cinch it up cinch it up so you yeah. still get to send everything you need to but the accordions really help condense it and make not make it look as overwhelming sure yeah oh, that's a good one yeah um yeah personalizing per region and uh, and then the the languages uh those are all things that you know really become pretty challenging if you don't have a technology to support it underneath. Um, anything else that you guys think you want to bring up? I mean, that was pretty, com I mean, pretty, yeah, there, there, pretty there's exciting. a lot. I think we, we've got like, I mean, the, it's always you know, good when somebody ideas. comes on and says, yeah, we're, we're, or it's all, yeah. When they say <laughs> we're, we're taking the system out because we don't like it. It's not adding value. It's not working. Those for podcasts us. we don't like the public <laughs> oh when those ones happen. You know, that's why I'm always uh, I'm always glad to hear that. No, I'm just kidding. That doesn't that never happens. But no, that's great. Um, yeah, I mean, well, things are changing right in the in in the industry right now. How how tracking occurs in particular, you know, yeah. and I think that a little bit different in the B two B world. You know, we'll have a bit more um, a bit more options there, but. I think there's there will be an evolution to your point. You know, every year, maybe you know, this is something to think about going into into the new year is really kind of retake stock. You know, what do we have on feature sets? What do we have on, you know, some of these big changes in in how 
uh, digital marketing is going to be, tr you know, tracked and, 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 um, and how we can do targeting, et cetera, et cetera. And always have like a, some level of annual roadmap for your techno for the automation platform, the automation solution. Um, but I can't think of anything like off the top of my head that would, you know, really change what you're doing. I think it, if anything, it would just be able to enhance what you are, what you already have as, as a pretty great solution. Yeah. More, more relevant, more, more, not more relevant, but more targeted. So that the relevance really, uh, stands out to your audience. That's going to increase your engagement, um, as well as the yeah. tracking, you know, making sure that this content is actually landing. It's, it's driving value because that's in the end, whether you're talking to a B2B or a B2C consumer, that's what people want. They want to uh, have content that's relevant and, and uh, you know, fills a need for them. And that's when they're going to engage with your brand. Yeah. And, and that is super timely. You want to make yeah. sure that it's the relevant at the right time, at the right at moment, the right time, exactly. that you didn't miss the boat and send it 10 days later because you're still getting approvals on a PDF. Right. And in your situation, it could be yeah. that they're missing the literal boat, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, that'd be scary. All right. Well, I think we'll we'll wrap it up there then. What are we at for time, Ken? 33. So we did pretty oh, wow. good. Yeah. We did really good. All right. First time around. And this is your second time, Maria? First time. This is your well, first time? This is the first yeah. time. I know it's been in a long time. Three, over three years. But COVID first... happened. Oh, but COVID. And then, and then was... I was more in COVID than out of COVID. Sure. <laughs> so this is the first. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. We're going to have to do another one then. All right, Allison. Thank you very much. Thank that was you awesome. Very much. Thanks, Allison. Thanks, guys. Thank great. You. All right. Bye, everyone.